We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Barney of Barney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available. So go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Just in here we go. <laughs> Look at you. As soon as I hit live, Tom walks out the door. <laughs> Classic. I love it. I love it. Hey, guys, welcome. How's it going? Hello, hey, hello. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Bobby, Bobby, Greg, congratulations on a great season, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Greg, just uh, quickly before this thing kicks off, give us your thoughts on last week, man uh in totality or or just from our perspective yeah i mean from from um maybe let's start with your perspective let's go there yeah uh you know i thought our our good was phenomenal um mm. we had some really good performances uh and our misses were unfortunate you know and they they mm. kind of our misses sort of hurt from a points perspective uh, as much as anything else so mm. we kind of had the full spectrum of of results um but you know, our good was really good. And mm. uh, you can kind of see a little bit of, of year two development from someone like Tori, who, mm. you know, it's amazing that she hasn't won an event yet, given uh, she's gone 150.0 in the IM and mm. 48.9 in the 100 fly and 46.4 in the 100 free. Yeah. Uh, but it just is a testament to the meet as a whole. Um, it was just, it was really fast uh, all mm. around. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, we did some really great stuff. We had we had five freshmen there and all five scored individually. That's, I, wow. I can't remember us ever doing that. Um, so there's a lot to kind of get excited about and build on, but um, you know, we got to keep getting faster. The sport is progressing. Mm. Uh, it was an amazing meet when you consider what uh, the women from Virginia did and mm. uh, some of the swims from Texas and Louisville and NC State. I mean, it's just, it was really good. Uh, not mm. to mention what, what Maggie did. Um, so it was, you know, in a lot of ways, I wish I was there as a swim fan. Thomas, good to see you. Hello. Mm. Um, you know, kind of like this. I get to I get to just be a swim fan for this one. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, last week, I think for all swim fans, it was pretty impressive stuff. Crazy fast swimming, man. I was like, yes. what on earth is going on here? But, like, when you looked at the entry list and it's like Olympic medalist, Olympic medalist, you know, this and that, and it's just like all the way down the list, world champion, Olympic champion. It's like, man, this, this event is – a different yeah. type of NCAAs when you got Olympic champs and world champs on, you know, swimming at, at an NCAA meet, you know, on a, on a non-Olympic year, it's going to be out of this world, isn't it? And I think on the, on the women's side, you know, more so than the men's side, you have um, more folks that have competed at bigger international competitions. That's just mm -hmm. the, the nature of the beast, right? A, a, yeah. That, that a kind of physical maturation, um, happens a little bit earlier on the women's side. And so you, you did have a lot of women that were there at that meet that have competed on the world's biggest stage. And um, it obviously happens on the men's side, but but maybe not to the same degree. And so you look at some of those heats and uh, 
yeah, it, it's locked and loaded. It's pretty awesome. As again, as a swim fan, it's, it's really good stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll dig in more to, to you guys and I definitely yeah. want to talk to Tom and uh, say hi. When does this meet kick off? I guess it I just, guess just started. Just started. Yeah. yeah. Heat one's in the water. Oh, yep. damn. Well, I wonder why mine hasn't. Oh, there we go. I had to refresh. Okay. Still have to get used to this schedule. I'm too yeah. old. Yeah, Tommy, you How barely you had this, like, like finals only relays. I feel like you changed the game a little bit. Yeah. Hey, let's yeah. them go for it in the mornings, though. I don't know if I'm a fan. We had we had such good gentleman nature when we were working together, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's it's good for the sports. I think yeah, as a absolutely. for the fans, I think it's really good for the sport because they can um, go, you know. If you can take four swims off of their plate uh, mm. through the course of three and a half days, then hey, that may allow for some better performances. Hey, our Stanford Cardinals out here crushing it yeah. and eat one. Yeah, Stanford, yeah. Where uh, where are you guys at on the feed? Uh, the Stairs, there's nothing water. finished. One eighteen, one nineteen, one twenty for heat one. Okay, I'm at one. I'm just at one ten right now. So I'm a little behind. You're about ten seconds behind. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to mute it when we go to the. The big heat's here. <laughs> we always have that drama. Always. <laughs> always. Always. I, I think the finals only took away a little bit of uh, uh, the advantage of a team like like you guys, Cal. You guys yeah. always, like, you know, have – Everyone's got fresh legs. Man, yeah. Right? And and I feel that, you know, some of the studs in a smaller team, they have to swim. They got to go for it in the morning. <laughs> and they got to go again. And then by the time you get to Saturday, we were looking at the list. I'm like – Holy cow, this guy's yeah, swimming yeah. like 12 events, you know. I was, I was, I posted like a back in my day, and mm -hmm. someone replied, It's like, well, back in mine, we had prelims for the 800, so you had to do three 200s. And I was like, well, <laughs> if that was me, I'd have to do a 50, 100, 100, or 200 two times. Mm -hmm. so, when they, it's gotten better throughout history. When they had the eight free relay on the second night, that was just like a war. Yeah. at the end like you were never you're never playing like a hundred guy that's flexed into a 200 you're not putting that type of person on that relay you're throwing the mile or flexing down yeah. to the 200 <laughs> it was always the longest break at least in my years that so it's like oh. we were like i was like i'm ready for bed like i've eaten a meal yeah. Yeah. yelled at greg twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are the ones and it was like i'm um, pretty much every really you'd have like a 136 on there oh, just someone who totally ate it at the end <laughs> yeah. hey I, I did that plenty of times i think lochte did too it was an interesting time period well the, the guy said i mean you were well i guess you were doubling but for lochte i mean 4im was probably two hours before that relay. exactly and he was dead and then his last year he did the hunter back and then he like destroyed the relay <clears throat> I think, yeah. if i remember correctly you guys getting pictures of uh, Texas getting sprayed in the face by pyrotechnics right now? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2008 what? flashback. What yeah, everyone's, every, everyone's walking through with their goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's rough. Uh, I do enjoy how much of like a thing it is now. When I was coming into it, like everyone's like, what is college swimming? Yeah. It was, no one even cared. Mm, yeah. It's you interesting you to balloons. see Texas in the not uh, not in the last heat on this relay. But it's funny. Carson texted me a little bit earlier this year, and he was like, "Hey, it's looking like I'm gonna have to do the 50 back on the medley relay 
do you have any tips? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to do a 50 back. I just go and spin. So yeah. for, for a guy who's predominantly training for the 400 IM, this is a, uh, that's a, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool thing to, to see him going 50 back. That's him leading off there. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, anyone's going 19 tonight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have to, yes. right? Someone's going to. I'm sorry. I mean, Florent managed to in France, so we'll see. Mm. Here we go. Ooh, this guy's up. sitting on his couch in, in, in uh, Jack London's, or wherever he lives. Yeah. Hey, don't give away my address, <laughs> yeah, Tom. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Uh, who yeah. is who's that? Someone slipped oh, on the first start. Oh, geez, that's awful. Oh, man, that's Ooh. terrible. Yeah, he, he's he's in trouble. Oh, oh that sucks. Twenty point five. Yeah, not not that not that quick. Damn, you are way ahead. Oh, sorry. Shit. Yeah. My, my apologies. Yeah, I, you I might have to. Good. Yeah, you guys might have to hit a pause on your TV for like ten yeah, seconds yeah, or whatever. Oh, you're watching. Okay, I got I got a good ten seconds on you. All right, I'll I'll take it easy. <laughs> I I'm at the exchange for fly right now. Alabama did a Superman dive. Hands open. Don't think they have the freestyle in the back. I mean, lane two's moving. Louisville. Mm. And they got, a, a, great freestyle. On the they got a freestyle in the back. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, the ACC uh, yeah. champions in the back. Uh, coming Louisville. Up. You're at Louisville's Louisville. flying right now. Louisville. Mm. Yeah, they go 121. Didn't, didn't Louisville, Louisville women were pretty good last week, right? They did. They got fourth. Yeah. Um, that matched their highest finish from 2019, and they were, they were good. Really, kind of outside of the first night, they were very oh, good. Thursday, Friday, that, Saturday. That's Those quick, days, right there. Holy hell, that's quick. Oh yeah, yeah that's, they have, uh... Wait a minute, that's Indiana. Oh, that's, oh, that's Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Oh damn, Indiana. But Louisville's oh. always had the pieces. Like I mean, they beat Marty, whatever, 12 years ago, and like they've always had their good ones can go. Yeah, yeah, Jao ja DeLuca. Yeah. With, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Uh, the foot clap celebration. Foot clap. That one was iconic. <laughs> I think I was right. Yeah. And then before him was Almeida. I think it was Carlos, a 200 brush or Kyle, maybe. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Kyle's a fly. I don't know. I don't know. An Almeida. What's the, what's the NCA record here again? 20, 21 1. 21 1. Mm, they weren't that far off that. Mm. Damn. That is going to take 120 to win this whole thing. It looks like it, yeah. It's insane. 21.5. I mean, you guys are going 20 flat, 50 back, and now That's under 19, 50 fly. Like, you got, you got to imagine that, that relay is going 120. We, we had in, in, in our conference, mid major, we had two guys went 22 5 and 22 6 in a breaststroke in our conference. I was watching, I got a breaststroke that went 24 0. It was just like, for us, it was really good. And it was just like, I was like, man, it's swing so slow. And then the, the other brush could touch the wall, like 22.5. I'm like, what? 22.5? It's. I, I remember when that was like the fastest ever time. <laughs> that, that's that's not good. Texas just got six in the heat. Ouch. Yeah. And yeah, Stanford, Stanford in heat one was faster than them as well. So they're seventh with the heat to go. Oh, wow. Yeah. No good. The times are just real tight. It's it's very deep now. Yeah, I don't want my bias to show, but when you have a math problem in event one, it's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I, I, I was uh, with Texas. I feel like 
I mean, they're just, they're going to be so good in five free, four a.m. Yeah. Yeah. mile. Like, I mean, you get, you get, you get four scores in each of those. I mean, that's a, that's a haul. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be great. It's just. That's an too, interesting point because in my era, it was like we would try and dump in certain events. And then now Cal's, we just kind of good in everything. And Texas is now the team that's like dumping in certain events. What's the order of uh, uh, of the um, relay here for Cal? I don't know. I'm assuming Bjorn on back. Just because he I'm might probably... be the first guy to go 19. Yeah. Yeah. You may see that right here. Looks like Alexi's freestyle, as yep. you can assume. I think between him and Sikowski. Tukowski yep. went 20.1. Bjorn went 20.0 last year. Yep. Uh, but oh, in terms Cheney. of the, the, the relay itself, yeah. uh, Florida just does not have a weak link through this. So it'll be interesting to see if anybody can get past them. Yeah, yeah Florida looks looks good on this one. I've been talking to Dare off and on. We'll see if that gambit pays off. Is he going fly? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, a week and a half ago, that's what the story was. And are they doing Liam Bell or Reese on uh, breaststroke? Uh, looks like Liam. Looks, looks like, like Bell. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Here we here. go. Line two. Line two. Is it already going for you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, started. just started. All right. I'm muting you guys. Man, then. I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah. Is that Bjorn? Uh, Bjorn pulls up real high. Uh, I guess so. Oh, he's Maybe moving. He, he's moving, guys. He's moving. This could be a 19. Yeah, he's right going here. 19. He's mm. way ahead. Mm. 17, 18. Oh, he caught up. Yeah, oh, something happened no, on the breakout. No, on no, no, no. He didn't. He didn't have a good second lap because he was yeah. smoking that first lap. 20.2. Watch out for NC State. A second faster than I would ever. Watch out. Whoo, here come. Who's fourth? ASU. It looks like ASU's winning. Why is, no, is that not no. ASU? That's my Sean right there. Leon. Oh, oh Leon. Leon. Yeah, Leon. Leon just dropped a 50 breast for the ages. All right, Dari. I don't know, guys. This is going to be close. This is close. Work out. Let's go, ANC State. You got Curtis in the back. A little, little back and forward here. Damn, this is close. Dari. Ooh, this is close. Oh, bad this is finish close. on Cal. Oh, Terrible dude. finish for Cal. Yeah. Come on. Ooh, here come David Curtis. Wait, who's that? Damn. Oh, is that David Curtis? He's yeah, Curtis. Dang, he's got this. Wow. Oh, wow. This is quick, too. Oh, wow. That's quick. Wow. Damn. It looks like Alexi kind of fought his way back in there. Oh, Holy State for the win. Holy hell. 20 record by half a six. second. That break wow. the record by a half second. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh, damn. You know, the big thing with NCC is all veterans, right? You got yeah. Stokowski Sr., mm. Neil Seniors, transferred mm. from Michigan. Yeah. And then and then a really, really uh, uh, experienced Curtis. I mean, yeah. that, Neil is older, a lot right? of teams that have freshmen this one so hot in the conference. How you turn around from conference to NC2A, that's a hard turnaround. Mm. That, was, that was a fast heat, 20.6. Yeah. I mean, yep. all those all those teams had to have been twenty one two or under, right? Twenty two two on that breaststroke split. Is that what he went? Damn! Holy twenty two two. That's what they're saying, man. It looked like oh, Curtis's turn. Oh, I just got yeah. yeah the, the little replay looked a little interesting on the breaststroke finish there for Leon, but oh, nothing. 
Nothing to see there. That's okay. <laughs> there we go. They, they, they cleared it. 22. I thought we got hey, Brad, I just texted you. I, I call it at 5.30. To, I texted Dan Kolopsky, NC State for the win, 120.9. I called Oh, it. okay. Faster, man. Good call, That's, dude. Good call. You, you saw him short, man. 20.6. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Am I incorrect? Niels is a little bit on in you compared to your normal brush rubber, right? Oh, damn, that's quick. Well, kind of gets the nerves out. There we go. First first event done. Shake off the a, nerves. That was a fast, fast start. Yeah, 24. Is it uh, – I'm not seeing – like the, the results aren't showing up yet as official. Do we know Nate, if it's official? Nate, you got any official it results? Is, it is on uh, – on Meet Mobile, it's it's good. Okay. Um, I'm a, yeah, I was on the only, high tech like Nate. It, yeah, only DQ was Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Oh, yeah, Bobby. That's a, I got the text right there, man. 20.9, NC State for the win. Calling that at 530, dude. Woo. <laughs> nice. I like that. It, you got it. For for Cal, Alexi 18-1 at the end. I think his best flat start 53 is like 19-2. So mm. that's that's, that's nice. That guy's a that guy's a he's a beast. He's a strong, strong dude. He's big. Who guy. is he? Where, where, where's he come from? Uh I want to he's from uh the northeast, either New York somewhere? Uh, he's yeah, from New Jersey area. New Jersey. Okay. Nice. Man. Yeah, that's nice. Though. Can we stream it? No, we can't. Unfortunately, we're not allowed. We can just talk shit about it, but we can't stream it. <laughs> uh, any other crazy splits in there? I'm trying to pull up. Uh... Uh, Von Matai is 22.5 in a brush up, Indiana. The Niels from NC yeah, State. 19.1. Jeez. Leander, that's not that quick. Who's been on the 18 earlier? I forget who that was. Crooks was 19-2. I mean, that's disgusting. Fly, yeah. That's awesome. filthy. Leando, 18-0. Hmm. I don't know. This this uh this guy's really wanting you to answer this question, Greg, and I don't know if there's an answer to it. What was it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Good, good, good question. Can't we don't have answers for everything. We can try, but I don't know. Could you imagine a long course in season defending? Hmm. What that would do to the year. Okay, here we go. There it is. Pretty clean reaction times, too. Yeah. Uh, Darig was sitting, though, 0.3. Alexi was 18-1 with a 0.21 exchange. Mm. Wow. But Darig is the one who, who falls started at, at Pac-12s, so yeah. he's yeah. probably a little, a little nervous on yeah, that one. So we had we three teams, three teams under NCA record there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All top I, three. I guess two. Twenty-one, one, four for Florida. That was twenty-one, one, three. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, Brett. Do you think this is the year you guys will get got in the freestyle? 
Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's got to go right. Like they say, they came so close at SECs, and there's no way that those guys were fully all the way down. Um, yeah. And they got a, they got themselves a buffer. But like, if these guys are dropping time like this, there's going to be maybe a couple of teams that could knock it off. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny because when I look at that re that record, it's not the order that I remember it. Like I remember having better teams than that. Like Caesar wasn't even on that record. I know. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's like, oh, that was the relay record. And then when I it's look at it. It's crazy, right? With the relay, yeah. relay records are not necessarily the best yeah. situations yeah. even. They're well, they're, they're talking about Florida breaking it and Caleb's not even on it, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's, it's funny how it goes like that. But um, when I look at the race itself, it's not a perfect race by any means. They don't, they don't look like they're swimming out of this world um so yeah it's, i definitely think it could go well i feel like it's like when you get you you would kind of assume you'll get three guys leading off 18 three or faster mm -hmm. i mean that just pulls the whole heat yeah so yeah. You, you like uh, yeah they'll be out they'll be out quick yeah well harvard had some good reactions there Nope. No. Where did Texas end up? They were 12th. 12th. Okay. Yeah. Alabama. But they're, I mean, tonight, you can't imagine they were uh, thinking they were going to do a ton in the, the two medley. I mean, the eight, the eight free relays were where they make their money there. So who's doubling up here? Carson for sure. Leon probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because that, that's one that, uh, I mean, they're coming in as the top seed. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're probably not going to mess around with that one. There's probably a few others, but I doubt it's going to be as, like, busy as it used to be. So it looks like, I mean, the Indiana guys, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be on there. for sure. Tomer. I, yeah. I don't really know what Tomer's like now, but he was, he's always been good at the two free. Mm-hmm. They would have like Cody Miller on that relay when we were in college. <laughs> that was that was pretty sick. Murph, how many years did you do the eight hundred free relay? I just did it senior what, year once. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the first, I want to say the first two years, the first two years it was on the second night. Mm. Uh, so I I wasn't on it there, and then. Uh, Junior junior year, our two free relay was was pretty weak, so we needed uh, we needed me to help us get into the A final there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then senior year, I did the the eight free relay. I feel and like that's always the the stress point for guys in that position. It's like, is it one of the two hundreds or the eight hundred? And just kind of like it's it's what it's about everyone else, not themselves. Mm -hmm. And when you did it, that your senior year, it was still the only event on Wednesday night, right? The 200 medley hadn't shifted. Correct. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Hey, Nate, pull yeah. those results back up for us real quick. I want to see um, ASU. We've got a lot of talk about how ASU have rested a lot this year and wouldn't much, have much left in the tank. They actually got faster. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'd be know, cool I, to look at a side by side for them because. Uh, like from their Pac-12 results, 
Because I, I mean, Leon, Leon. I think the only one is Leon and went faster. I think everybody else exactly the same time. About the same. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, pretty yeah. close. Like, uh, I know. Remember Johnny Cole? Like we, I was pretty impressed. Pack twelve. He went eighteen four. The question would be: He's a freshman. Is he going to do it again mm-hmm. uh, in season? Pretty impressive to do it again. Yeah, exactly the same. Which is what you would expect. Your top end can mm-hmm. be a little bit more dynamic or technical. It's always the mid group that you would worry about yeah. with their plan. And then on day three, I think, or like day four now. Two other guys went 22-3. Who did that? Minnesota. What's his name? Uh, Oh, Max. Yeah, Yeah, Max. Yeah, Max, 22-3. And who else went 22-3? Yeah. Mm, That's quick. That's real quick. Wait, who got DQ'd, if you don't mind? Mizzou. Oh, gotcha. I think Virginia Tech, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Sergio. Mm, it's not good. Not, not a fun way to start the meet with a DQ. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not sure it would have. Uh... Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Damn. Bro. Damn. Damn. It's it a those. reaction time. Total <laughs> reaction yeah. time. Final one. That's crazy. Wow. That's the young <laughs> Corstanje in the back. That's Roman out there, man. Yeah. My. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that was Roman's job. Go <laughs> the uh, the old Arizona method. Shoe for for OO, and if you're point oh negative point oh three, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Georgia went under twenty three, and they got thirteenth. That's insane. Hell, that's yeah. crazy. Damn. That's what's, got the, what's the eight cup? I don't. I don't know. I guess it's, it's just yeah. It's so much faster than it used to be. I mean, I think. I want to say my sophomore year, I think we, I think we won with like a twenty-two-six, by a lot. Yeah. And now, mm. now we just we were Dude, we twenty-three and set the American record, but I'm old. <laughs> oh yeah, I think my back in my day. Year, is that, was that one in back in my days? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, my bad. That was my last swim. <laughs> I think freshman year we went. I went. Our like Cal went twenty-three and we won. Yeah. That was a lane eighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just ran into that Michigan team my senior year. Yeah, that was twenty thirteen. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was oh, Greg, I want That was you. a long time ago. Exactly. What's it <laughs> like being back on deck at Institutes with old Davo? Yeah, that was great. It's <laughs> wow. like a decade later. Busting his chops that he's got to go to another meet this week. So that just brings joy to my heart. <laughs> yeah, we had. Uh, uh, and we had some really good NCAs together. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, last week when you finished this race, what's, what's your feeling inside? Like as a coach, give us a little insight into well, after the first race goes, how are you feeling? Um, we, well, it's good to, <laughs> it depends, right? If it's a good swim, you're like, all right, it's great. Everything's going to be awesome. And if it's not, you're like, ah, crap. Um, Is there a little bit of panic in there and you're not, yeah, you're not you know, trying just to show it? Try not to overreact. Um, For us in particular, we were not in the last heat. So we, we, um, that's just not our best relay. Uh, That's kind of our weakest relay of the five. And so we were the second to last heat lane five and just trying to win that heat to see if we could give ourselves a chance to be uh, top eight. And we, we were second in that heat. Cal had a really good swim. Actually, they were also in that heat with us. Uh, We finished ninth overall. Um, 
and it was a solid swim, but we really kind of wanted to get to the 800 because that was, you know, that's an event that we've won a lot over the years. And, and it was a like just back and forth battle with uh, UVA with some mm. great splits. Um, I feel like we left a little little money on the table to, to win that one. Um, and so we came up short, but, uh, you know, we went 650, which is still pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, UVA put put together just an awesome uh, relay and was uh, just a little bit ahead of us. But, you know, you kind of you go through that. There's all that hype. And, and these guys know this, right? There's all mm. that hype for that first relay, which is, you know, a minute and 20 seconds. And then you have. 45 minutes of just dead time mm, uh really. and so we used to tell our folks who weren't in either relay to just like swim in between uh if you were going to just loosen tonight like just get in in between those two relays mm, just to mm. sort of relax off right. that first one because there's so much build up but you know mm. the reality is like the meet doesn't really get going from a points perspective until that next morning you know if you can just kind of weather the storm mm. of that that first night good or bad you you come in thursday morning and that's when you have to start getting going yeah 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 well we've got about 30 minutes to to fill some time here so if you guys got questions or anything you want to ask in the comments section here throw them in other than just kind of giving us updates on times you got questions we've got a pretty solid group here that can answer some stuff bobby do you give it give us a quick um overview of your season how'd you feel about it man I feel great. Thanks. It's, uh, you know, I think on the, on the men's side, uh, we took over a good team when I came here in 2020 and it just makes them did a lot of work with, with the, uh, the cultural standpoints and to make it a full team effort, uh, on the women's side. Uh, so when it came in 2020, we were either last or second to last in the conference. My first year here, we were second to last, uh, in our conference. And mm. then, and then I think from there, you know, we, we recruited some good individuals that understand what we're trying to build here at UNC mm -hmm. Washington. Um, second year, which is not this season, last year, we, we slingshot to second. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this year on the women's side, we won for the first time Damn. In, uh, in, since 2006. So, mm -hmm. so that was really, you know, very impressive. And I think the combination of really just leadership on um on the senior group and 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 the freshmen they're barring into it and and our motto all year long is just it's never too high it's never too low and uh we know that things were not going to be perfect uh and things kind of go our way and things are not going to go our way and, and and not just the championship but we talk a lot about you know never too high never too low all season long and i thought mm. i thought that was a really good approach uh for our women and men's side as well so uh, all things considered, we're very happy with what we what we achieved this year. Thank you. That's good, man. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it. Destro Swim Towers gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save one hundred and fifty dollars per double swim tower by using code Brett B R E T T at checkout. Destromachines.com. Um, some good some good uh, comments coming in. Actually, a hot topic here. Murph, what are you thinking here, dude? Have you analyzed this thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't tried anything out. I think I'm kind of in the mode where like, it, I'll just kind of see what, what other people do. And if something's working, I'll, I'll copy it rather than, <laughs> than try to be a trailblazer here. Well, I think um, we've already seen one kid kind of finish here and kind of kicking <laughs> into the wall. Is, is that can, what you, can you do that? Or does it have to be traditional? 
I, th- I think you could, I think you could just go underwater with five meters left. I mean, like the, yeah. my, my knee jerk reaction would be in something like a 50 back short course. Well, that could actually be faster mm. because you're not like, you're not tired yet. But I mean, in an event where you're like hurting, mm. especially in backstroke where your legs are dragging, mm. like there's no way at the end of a two back going under with five yards left is going to yeah. be faster. No. Yeah. I mean, that assumes, like, I always come to backstroke from uh, trying to limit the amount of backstroke I would do, and this would help that. So that was my immediate take. Why? Well, I, I don't understand. the. I haven't actually read the rules, so I have no idea. But is it five meters out? So basically from the flags in, you can you can dive underwater, but you can't dive under before the flags? Is that what you're saying? Correct, but I don't know if that's your head or your feet or, yeah, uh, that's or what. Uh, I mean, we are still yet to de- truly decide what breaking the surface truly means. Hmm. Well, yeah. Let's get let's get Ryan Murphy out there testing this thing. Let's 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 test. <laughs> yeah. This. If anyone's if anyone's got any ideas of stuff for me to try, <laughs> maybe it, maybe it could be like a like the Tennessee breakout thing. I don't know where you're mm. like kind of on your side <laughs> and you're doing like that little thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That could be the finish. Who knows? But we'll uh, Mur- see. And- Murph, I've got a question for you about 50 backstroke. Yes. Because um, you, you were talking about it earlier with Carson doing backstroke on the Texas medley. Um, what what did you, other than spinning your arms faster, and maybe that was your answer because uh, it's the reality, but did you have a different mindset at all from 50 back to 100 back? Um knowing that there's a pretty big difference, right, from 100 back to 200 back. But were your kick counts at all any different from the 50 to the 100? You know, is there just anything else that you were thinking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, the kick counts were definitely different. Um, and it's kind of just based on on feel. I mean, the, the 50 back for me is really just like max effort. So I'd go into – in more recently, like short course meters, that's probably a better example. Like in 100 back – I'm probably never doing more than eight kicks underwater and a 50 back. I could probably go up to like 11 where I'm just kind of like flailing my legs. Um, and then the stroke counts, like in college, I remember in the hundred back, I think I was six strokes on the first lap. I think I was eight strokes on the first lap in 50 back. So like, I, I'm definitely not, I, like, I definitely never put like too much of an emphasis on it. Like, I think I probably could have figured out how to swim that a little bit more efficiently and probably a little bit faster, but I ended up just, just kind of flailing with it. Mm. Well, and you knew your bread and butter was the 100 and the 200, right? So, yeah. And, and like, it's, it's just hard. It's hard when you're, when you're in training throughout the season to be like, you know what, I'm going to put in some work on the 50 today. Like that was never, you know, like I was probably, I'm probably putting in one practice a week towards the hundred. So it's like everything's got to everything's got to be training for the 200 and the 50 yep. back just kind of becomes like priority three for me. Yep. Murph, I got a question about your uh, underwater dolphin. Have you do you always focus on the size of the dolphin kicks? Like let's see on a 100 backstroke and 200 backstroke, like off the walls, you focus on slightly bigger and 
in the beginning and the middle or getting a little smaller to watch the end into the breakout or are you, you do you have any you know your your routine and i know some people focusing more hey when they push off the wall they want to be a streamlined if they go big immediately they break that line and you know they feel like it's not as efficient uh and then as they got a breakout you know do you, you, this is for you too, Tom. Like, you know, I'm really, you guys are some of the best underwater kickers uh, in history. And I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on that. And if you ever thought about it and, and any, yeah, any insight would be great. Yeah, I think on the first, so on the first couple kicks, I call it two or three, I'm really just trying to hold the line pretty well. Mm-hmm. So those ones are going to be a little bit uh, lighter. Mm-hmm. And then, and then as I like, and then the other piece I'm thinking about is as I'm getting closer to the surface, I don't want, I don't want the rhythm of my dolphin kicks to be super different than the rhythm of my swimming. So in the 200, I think the, the dolphin kicks stay a little bit bigger just because my rotation side to side is going to be a little bit more. Where in the hundred, I think I accelerate to get those, get those kicks moving a little bit faster just so that it's easier to get into the backstroke rhythm. So I think there's there's a tendency, uh, especially in the U.S., just with the way that we've traditionally gotten race stats. I mean, we're timing zero to fifteen, mm-hmm. and like fifty to sixty-five, and like we're we're getting really locked into that. And so it's like, yeah, you could probably sell out to go a little bit faster on that fifteen-meter reading, but if it takes you four strokes to get into your rhythm because you're going huge on the dolphin kicks. It, it doesn't really make a ton of sense for the overall race. So that's that's mostly what I'm thinking is just getting into the getting into the rhythm of my stroke really good. Was there a thought um, on either of you guys to do kind of like the the dressel transition where you fly kick to the surface and snap into the catch? Tom, have you done that? Well, that's Phelps's thing. Oh, <laughs> no, no disrespect to Caleb, <laughs> but he's the one who started doing that. Nice. Uh, I would do it freestyle for sure. I never really found it making sense backstroke. Where I made 90% of my money, that's the kick I was doing. So like transitioning to a rotation was never my concern. And I was explaining this to someone last night. Like flyers, people who choose flyer, people who don't really want to, con- you know, I don't really want to consider like the technical issues. I'm just going to kick as hard as I can, mm. like experience like the full depth of the emotions of the race. And mm. uh I don't know. I really thought a lot about flight plan and like, yeah, you want to take like a bigger kick up front on your stomach and on your back. Like that makes perfect sense. What Murph was saying to get your hips in the right spot. But I just really wanted to get deep and then use buoyancy to come up. But I think like flyers are the least technical. We're a lot more like, Hey, my cardio is this level. I'm going to do everything as like insanely as possible. And that's why you become a flyer. So I don't know. What about this one here? If there was a hundred bucks on this, who wins it? Uh, today, uh, I think Tom. <laughs> I think unless we're, I think unless we're going from a dive, I think Tom's got that. Uh, yeah, I think my dive is so weak, it'd be hard to say it wouldn't be me. Again, no offense to Murph, but if it's a real swimming race, it, I would lose every time because swimming involves starts, and I could never do it. Really? <laughs> okay. All right. What but, I mean, I think it, like you, you probably look at if you looked at our like zero to 15 tom versus me i would say i'm probably be a little bit better zero to 10 and then tom really smokes me 10 to 15. well it's, I, I love hearing you talk about that because i had to make the opposite decision because i was like okay caleb and michael at any part of my career or chad or joseph whoever it is is faster 
So I have to like sacrifice. Like I remember I, we made a decision to go three breaths straight off the turn in the hundred long course, just because like we want to get 265 as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back when we were working with Greg actually. But um, so we, we just felt that we have to maximize the strengths. But I mean, for, for people who can actually swim like Ryan, <laughs> balancing out those priorities is better. Greg, says the you, guy says the guy who who won the hunter fly and the hunter back in the same NCAA championships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could swim, and, brother. I've, and, I've and, said this to Ryan, so I can say this publicly. I think Murph changed like the expectation of what a backstroker can and should be able to do. Like in the post Lochte and then Pearsall retiring, and he those guys were a little bit older. Like in my era, we just didn't think of backstrokers as like forces to be reckoned with so like we you know like Subirats was the same way he was the guy who did it first and I mean I mean no disrespect and then Ryan comes on the scene and now it's like okay getting past these guys is hard especially mm. in this country mm. um, I, I give that full credit to Ryan hey um Ron have you ever or will you ever get to the point where you're just doing singles uh I I don't I don't think so honestly I mean not for like a full season I think, I think you could, I mean, I think my personal philosophy is that I think I could hold fitness really well. I, I mean, I think it's a little bit different person to person. Um, I think I could hold strength well and I think I could hold fitness well. So I think I could probably go like six months of singles and not really lose a beat. But mm. I think at some point, some point it's, it's really good for, for me to just like get into the rhythm of my stroke by doing, doing doubles. Mm. Yeah. I think if I could qualify my statement on that um, to the person who asked that, I think I was speaking about the pandemic when, and there's definitely times of the season in your thirties where it would be good. And we're, we were going to play around with that this year, um, but then other things happened. Um, but this would be the time period where we would be doing that for like a longer stretch, but it would still be four plus hours of working out, but just do it in one, like you just swim for a long time and then lift for a long time once. And I thought as you get older, instead of having to ride like two highs, which gets harder as you get older. Um, I mean, even coaching, it probably gets harder as you get older, right? But uh, I just, I, I've always had that theory and it comes from Salo. He would have much more data behind it, but he says he's done it for a while. It's all about the details, man. It's true. It's true. Details matter uh, for sure. we got two coaches here work on the details every day too. Shit. Hey, uh, Greg, is there a difference between coaching two legends like this and coaching women who are at the highest level? Is there any difference? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, I never got to coach Murph at, at uh, Cal. I left before he got there. Oh. Um, but then he coached, he coached me last summer, though. It came full circle. <laughs> and then last summer in Budapest, I got to have a little touch point, which was actually really fun. Nice. Um, as you might imagine, working with Murph is, is pretty awesome. You mm-hmm. you learn as much working with the greats uh, mm-hmm. as they will learn from you. And I think that's the one commonality, uh, men, women, it doesn't matter. When you're working with a great athlete uh, mm-hmm. as coaches, uh, Bobby, Brett, like you know this, mm-hmm. you learn from those folks, right? And yeah. you, you learn by watching, you learn by, by listening. Um, I mean, they just, the, the really, truly great ones are very in tune with their swimming and mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I love that. Uh, in terms of the physiological piece, yeah, there, there are some differences. Um, and and even even within a, the same gender, there 
you know, the same event it, it could be attacked from two totally different angles. Uh, you know, I know for, for us with uh, someone like Tori, she doesn't train a lot of sprints. Um, we get some touch points with it, but, you know, she likes to do work. She likes to do, you know, mm. kind of 400 IM sets on Thursdays and, and that helps her 200 IM uh, more so than trying to focus in on 200 IM speed. Mm -hmm. um, so it, you know, you, you, you try and observe and figure out uh, how they adapt to different stimulus and then, okay, that's, that's kind of our plan moving forward. And I, I learned a lot of that from Dave, just watching Dave operate with these guys and with Nathan and, and Anthony and, and those guys, you know, just how you can see um, a pathway to a, to an event. It's, it is not a one size fits all. I think you learn from each of those, but you know, you're going to get to point A, but from mm. point A to point B on your own. Yeah. Greg, I, I feel like one thing that I've, that I've thought for a while is that relatively girls can go way faster in practice than guys. Uh, do you think that's the case? <laughs> Certainly with Ledecky it was. Good God. <laughs> I mean, she would do stuff in practice that would absolutely blow my mind. Um, but, yeah, I do think they're, they're – and I don't know if it's just because of the, the musculature, um, you know, if they're just able to recover a little bit quicker and be better kind of back-to-back -back days. Um, so I, I think there's something to that. Um, you know, that said, there are some that um, – you know, just it, they just take a little bit more and, and maybe it's the, 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 just the emotional investment. How quickly can you turn around and be ready to, to go fast again in training? Hmm. I, I have a question for all of you guys. Um, so, so when, so when I was at NCC, the very early years, my job is sitting on the uh, upstairs sting video and whatever, like fill up water bottle, whatever I need to. And I was always in awe on your, all the teams like Stanford, Auburn, Cal. This, I grew up being a swim fan and I watched you guys. And, you know, and one of my biggest fascination was on, I feel like, when when you Greg when you with your team on deck like when Cal on the team on deck and I remember right when you guys you as a system there's a system almost on on the pool deck there's a there's a okay like I see them like I remember watching I remember Ryan Hoffer I remember I asked one of our volunteer assistant coach I want you to watch Ryan Hoffer when he yeah. wall clocked up what he did, watch them, take notes, how much warm down, how, mm. when is he getting on the, on the, on the massage, when is he getting off, yeah. and consistently for four days, I'm like, your, your job is that, and we, we talk about it, I just want to know, like, how do these guys do it, like, I want to kind of know that, do you guys prep that, do you guys have that, mm. you know, like, how do you mm. manage that, like, or, or as an athlete, you guys, Tom and Ryan, like, how do you, do you have that from the staff that from, from Dave or when Dave and Greg work together, like leading up to championship, there is a routine that you do, uh, you talk about it, or it seems to me it's like a symphony where everybody know what they're doing and everybody. Yeah, knows that's, I, I'll jump on this one first and be short, but that would be exactly what I would say. So I'm a, I'm an old guy who I've done some marriage counseling. And what I think about it is like when you design the relationship to work well, it's the same exact thing that Dave and Greg did at Cal to instill this. I don't know if Dave would say he actively teaches it. And that'd be interesting to hear what Greg says, but it is, uh, it's orchestral and that like everyone kind of knows where they're supposed to be. Hmm. And then there's this hierarchy where it's like, okay, if this guy wants to put his bag here, I'm going to get out of his way. 
Um, for me, that would be like Nathan and Ryan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone knows their spot. And like you kind of have to do the dance in a way that works for everybody. And mm -hmm. uh, like the hierarchy isn't it's it, uh, it is not the most important piece. But I just mean that's a piece of it. And every little person has to play their role. Mm. And like you might watch it and it's like seems like organized chaos. And then we'll all kind of turn and be like, what's this clown doing? <laughs> and like kind of bring him back into the herd. Like if a, if you ever like are in a horse line and one of the horses just gets like his own mind, the other horses will go get him. It's not the guests <laughs> on the mm. horse tour, right? And so that's kind of how a good team will function. Mm -hmm. mm. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, I mean, it's pretty much, it ends up being pretty individualized too. I mean, some people are going to be a little bit more like hyper mobile than someone else. Uh, and then just kind of what gets the system firing is going to be a little bit different too. So, I mean, I think the, the way that I've always looked at it in, in kind of like translating the way that, that Dave talks about it is, I mean, here are the, here are the options of how to warm up, how to recover and it's kind of up to you throughout the season to figure out what works for you and when it works for you. And then by the time you get to the meet, you're, you're ready to rock. Mm. And I, I've got a follow-up question to that too, because um, I feel like when you, you know, swimmers are pretty superstitious. And so when you find something that works, mm. uh, whether it's in your warm down routine or in your warm up routine, uh, how, you know, religious for lack of a better phrase, are you with that? Like, I need to do these, I really want to do these five things in my warm up, and I really want to do these five things in my my warm down recovery process. Absolutely. I mean, it's almost religious. It's like if I I I based what I would do behind the blocks on Michael because he took so long. So I took I stole just straight up stole the part where he like stretches his um hammies. Mm. Like leans forward on his knees I was like, i'll just do that because he takes forever and he has the back slap so and then we me and him started to like i'll never know if it was out loud but or like if he ever felt it but we see who could cough the latest <laughs> so it was always those little things but i mean yeah and like i took um, socks and shoot work is something that murph basically invented um as the last thing you do in warm-up and I, I was just saw him i think we were at worlds in 2015 and i was like yeah i'm just gonna do that so it's like an attribution or like a worship level mm -hmm. of like, oh, that guy does this. I'm mm -hmm. going to take that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Here's a good question. Uh, we, we see the, the Virginia women doing uh, some genius math. Uh, are you doing any work with it? I think I got the question. You broke up a little bit on your end, but uh, oh, I no, yeah, sorry. no, not yet. Uh, we want to. And there's certain... You know, it, it, just trying to find ways within the NCA rules on how to do some of this stuff, um, because you can't uh, if you're not on if you're not an official coach, you can't work directly with uh, student athletes. You can uh, work with the coaches. Uh, you know, if you're a consultant, right, you can work with the coaches uh, to give information to the athletes. So we're just trying to find what that looks like here. Um, and there's also uh, the NCAA is moving towards the, you know, not designating volunteer coaches anymore and, and allowing a uh, a second paid assistant for single gender programs and and an additional one or two for a combined program. So we're really taking a full like 360 review of our program right now and how to make that work both within the coaching limits and then also from that consulting end. Um, 
because there are some pretty amazing people on campus and mm. uh, just trying to get access to them is something that we're uh, interested in and excited about. Mm. Mm. I like it. Um, what else we got here? Let's go through this. I'm going through the comments here. Um, not, not particularly about this question and, and um, Dressel, but I got a, I got a question for you guys as athletes. Uh, you know, Dressel's taken some time off and, and, and obviously worked on his mental health. You both have had different approaches to, to pressure and um, sponsors and expectations and things like that. Maybe if you guys could both just touch on, uh, you know, getting to a point where you're one of the best swimmers in America, you go to Olympics and world championships, you're winning medals, you got pressures from families and sponsors and things like it starts to just get to a point where it is overwhelming. You've all, you got to have a social media presence and it's like you have these expectations as a great athlete. Murph, you're one of the you're one of the greatest in history, man. I'm sure you felt something like Caleb's gone through. Have you ever wanted to just disconnect for a while? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I I'm someone like where if if I am stressed, I deal with stress by planning. So, I mean, like as a, as an example, after so 2016, 2016 went great, uh, and then coming off of that, so my senior year of college. And then I turned professional after NCAAs in March, sign a contract, and then go to long course worlds. And mm -hmm. so like, you come in as, as defending Olympic champion in, in both. And then I, I got third in, third in the 100, second in the 200, and then got beat by Grievers. So I wasn't on any finals relays. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, that sucked. And, and like the whole, the whole week, I was just like bumming out. I was, I mean, I think I was, I was being kind of mean to Dave and then he snapped at me and I kind of was like, all right, like get, get with it. Um, but coming off of that, it's like, all right, I want to make sure that doesn't happen again. I mean, mm. so, so now it's kind of my, the, the thing that gives me the, the biggest fear is being underprepared. Uh, mm. Cause that's what I felt like in 2017. I didn't think I put in enough work. And so now it's just like, all right, I, I know I don't have it college anymore. So I've got these 10, 11 months. What do I need to do to make sure I feel prepared mm. and then have, have open communication with the coach and, and then that's good. And then outside of the pool, yeah, I mean, trying to find balance, trying to find healthy, healthy distractions, good hobbies is, is important. Um, but then also something that, something that keeps your, your mind active too. Uh, that's something that, that I've really leaned into over the past couple of years is, is trying to trying to prepare for, for life after swimming. What am I interested in? What can mm -hmm. I do to, to hopefully be in a position that I can walk in the door and, and make a positive impact and not have like a six month period where it's like, wow, I'm drinking from a fire hose. So, mm -hmm. so those are all things that, that help me, help me feel calm, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Tom, you 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 went out and became a dad, man. You, you're a dad. dad. So I was like, oh yeah, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're a dad now. What about you, man? How's that, public yet. But, how's that impacted no, I you? Mean, I struggled very differently. So one of the main things I struggled with throughout my whole career is like my why or like what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think like Murph, you might appreciate this. Is like I saw people want more and then go and get that. And I struggled with like myself internally. Is like, well, why don't I want that whether it be money or sponsors or medals or like whatever um whereas like i was just kind of competing 
is when I reflect and I really felt like out of place and like I succeeded way beyond what I ever thought I would. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, Greg, I mean, you saw me my freshman year <laughs> and then my career just kind of happened and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then I really started to slow down in that 15, 16, 17 time period and really just kind of accept how cool it was. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next year, obviously was the um, the year I tried to hang myself. And that was more of just like a regret filled or like I couldn't forgive anything that had happened in that earlier time period with whoever in my life, my wife, the people I work with, my family, uh, my friends, and then therapy and starting to go through that. And I find it interesting in life now. I was just talking to another athlete who is looking at what he's doing next, who didn't really have a plan. And he's kind of studying transitions mm-hmm. and he's like this is like why isn't there something here and that's where i am with mental health it's like okay so there's only 600 olympians every four years for the summer games it's like how hard would it be for a private entity to come in and have a personal um i don't know if offboarding is the right word because you know i was a two-time olympian murph's probably gonna have a couple more um you know some people come back but like how hard would it be to touch all 600 as an entity that's mm-hmm. not the user swimming foundation or usopc or aac or governance or like asking something from you um is really the question i've been asking recently and uh it's probably the direction i'm gonna find myself heading in here pretty soon mm-hmm. um but i was talking to someone last night like i'm gonna move away from this um area and they're like oh this is where it's all happening like you got to stay here you got to do this you got to do that and it's like i don't find myself wanting to Mm. And it's like the one of the first few times in my life where it's like I'm letting that just like be okay. And it's like every time you work harder, you get more in life. And that's true in swimming. That's true in life. Um, and really being okay with the fact that the reason I wasn't able to do that is because I just didn't want to. Like I really liked my lifestyle. And a lot of people lock themselves inside on the weekends and are like so good on their nutrition and recovery or so disciplined in their planning. Mm. And that was just never my style. I really liked what swimming gave me in terms of freedom. And that's what I took from it. And so I don't know if I could have gotten more than I had. And I definitely worked my ass off, but that's where I land on all that. And so I just hope if Caleb um, ever opens my text that I sent him after the um, ISL um, or anything uh, is that he, he sees that. And it's like, you know, you, especially him and Michael, and this is uh, Brett, I really want you to have Tyler McGill on because he's like one of the five of us from 2004 that I think is a little underrepresented. And um, the prelim relay shame that Murph also mentioned is so real. And one of like the weird, like trauma recreations I've done in my life is like going to the games again, knowing that I'm just not swimming on finals Mm -hmm. and having to like guide some other guys through that. And I know McGill went through a part of that, but I've never gotten to speak to him on it. And everyone else has been on finals from 2004 on. So it's Ian Phelps and um, Caleb, obviously. So it's like an interesting relationship with the sport where we're left wanting in a world where everyone assumes we're left overwhelmed. And it's like Mm. this weird position that we find ourselves in. So I think that would be an interesting podcast guest with an interesting podcast topic for you. Mm. I've almost called him like many, many times in the last six months and been like, hey, like, how did it feel? What did you go through? Because no, like, there's only a couple dudes, individual number of dudes that have ever been in this position. Yeah, get on it, man. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll, he'll take your call. No doubt about it. There's Will Dove. Look at Will Dove, man. I'm, 
He's an old Auburn boy right there in the yeah. show. Love it. North Carolina uh, boy. Yeah. Um, we got we got some swimming starting soon, I guess. Oh, yeah. We got another relay coming up soon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's good. Let me ask you this, uh, Greg. You have uh, a, a team of women that are just phenomenal themselves. How how do you transition from going through a season like you just went through where you're just you're you're putting so much pressure on them, and then it's like, oh hey, guess what? We're going to turn around and now we're going to focus on the summer, and you got to be ready in a couple of months. Like in terms of like mental health and just the way swimming yeah. set up, it's like it's such a tough it's deal, insane. isn't it? Yeah. It is, um, and I, I, you know, I think not to correct you, but I, I think the they'll they'll always put more pressure on themselves than than we'll ever put on them as coaches, right? And and you know that, Brett, like you've yeah. you've worked with those ones. They want to be excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, I think for a long time we've had folks come to Stanford that have wanted to be the best at both, and so finding that balance of short course and long course success. Um, it was really interesting last year with an April trials, right? It, we had, I had never experienced that from a coaching uh, lens of mm. NCAA championships in March. Okay, mm. quick turnaround. I think we had five or six weeks from NCAAs to trials. And then we had a longer time period from trials to Budapest. It still wasn't long, but it was longer. I think it was like five weeks, seven weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and what I found is um, I was a little less rigid in my uh, weekly cycle and uh, trying to just be a little bit more creative on like what they needed in that period in between. And I think it really worked. And we only had two that went to, to world trials, but they both did great. And then they, they went to, to worlds and did well. Um, so it was interesting in that turnaround, but I was always worried about the, um, all right, how do we emotionally, how do we hang on? Mm. Uh, but the beauty is in, in that particular summer, we knew that okay, Worlds in Budapest were in June. When like July 3rd rolled around, take your break, right? Mm -hmm. This is the last big break that you're going to take during this quad. Like go do fun stuff. Don't stress about, you know, swimming. Don't stress about school. Because mm -hmm. if you don't get those breaks often enough, it gets really hard. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was our approach, what good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, this year with trials being at the end of June, like right now they're, they're, you know, they're off this week. Uh, they're taking either this week or next week off. And the other of those two weeks is going to be mostly just kind of dry land or swim. Um, and they're not here. They're, they're gone for two weeks, which is great. Because uh, then we, we come back and we've got like 12 weeks leading into to world trials to, to go get after it. Um, and I, I hope that that two-week period is enough to just kind of reset uh, emotionally, uh, not just physically, but, but certainly emotionally. Yeah. There was, there was a question up earlier, and I, I just want to try and dig into it quickly before this thing kicks off here. But just um, maybe if any of you guys have some comments on it, like you go through a season and either you have success or failure, but you, you never want to then just go back and do exactly what you've done in the past, either as a coach or an athlete. So like someone, someone like you, you know, both you guys are swimmers, but, you know, the longevity as coaches, you know, you're at a program um, like Stanford for a period of time, right? And it's like, well, you want to evolve each season. So like, what what do you decide to keep and what do you decide to get rid of? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, it, you know, even in our best years, I, I think one of the things that Tracy and I are good at is being self-critical uh, at the end of a season. We, we kind of do a full, we do like a half evaluation in December and then we do another one in April mm. uh, and then one more in the summer. Um, 
And I think you have to be self-critical. Otherwise, you you will get stale. And we, we've we changed everything from dry land to, to training groups to everything. Um, and this is the longest I've ever been somewhere. So this is the end of year 11. Um, and, and so it it is new territory. And I found myself, uh, or I have found myself getting softer uh, in certain like accountability details. Tommy can mm -hmm. like laugh. That's not my style. No, uh, no, the only reason I laugh is Dave was the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I think there's some things that I need to go back to like mm. year three and four, Greg, not year 11, Greg. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, Bobby, I'd love to hear your, your opinion because you saw that at work with NC State and, and how Braden kind of did that. And yeah. now in your own deal, like how do you evaluate performance through the course of the year and, and changes to make? Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, we, we, we're pretty similar with you uh, at NC State. Uh, you know, I was there for eight years. Uh, that was the longest. I mean, I started coaching at NC State and I really learned from everything, um, kind of watching, you know, the uh, all of those coaches my first three years is just really just watching and learning and just ask they asked me to do whatever, I'll do it. Um, I remember I, I went to every morning practices and all that. But I think the big thing was pretty similar uh, um, setup with what you just explaining. Uh, it was very dynamic. It was very, you know, you got the middle distance that is sprint. We got the, 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 the distance and then they, they all evolved differently. They all changing differently. And it was really amazing to me to watch Braden how to orchestrate it. Uh, different coaches and they kind of we, we 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 were moving in the same pace but at the same time absolutely different pace within the group um so and i thought you know when i took over uncw i you know you know you've been in, in mid-major before and the big key is 52 weeks progression uh means that it's really hard to get people to stick around town and just to kind of continue to work. It was a 26 weeks in mid-major, right? Um, we actually talk about it, that one of the key success for us, we had 35 individuals stick around in Wilmington uh, last summer. Wow. Uh, so in that 35 people, and and to me, I thought my last two years at NC State, I started working on this more where I didn't necessarily peak uh, some of the depth swimmers for summer because we kind of knew all right and the, the question would be what do you want to do like what's your goal right if it's not olympic trials goals what do you want to do like mm. oh, i want to go to top eight ac i want to make the acc team i want to make the nc2a okay here are some of the area that were really really good and we sacrifice some long course uh and not necessarily not doing work we're still doing work but we're really figuring out how to okay we're really not afraid of not peaking in the summertime, but totally different 16 weeks progression and totally focusing on a certain area that, you know, may not necessarily help them to be a better swimmer. Hey, but when it come down back to August, they're better, they're better athletes they're or they're, they're more complete athletes. And that's the, the, I feel that what we are approaching right now, um, out of all our like swimmers and and currently I work with probably only a handful of them have a shot to make the Olympic the Olympic trials this summer. So those are going to be focusing on that, right? But the rest of them we we, we focus on a 50 52 weeks progression. Okay, which area you know mm. that we need to be better so that they can be a better athlete or better swimmers by the time we get to August and September. And it's oh. it's kind of scary in a way. Sometimes I'm just kind of like, I'm used to like, all right, we're going to shift in Tabor in July, wherever meet, we go national, we go in there. 
and and almost like well, we're not really peaking there, but but we're seeing some uh, improvement in certain area. And you know, I remember one year at NC State, my my last year over there, we had a guy who we thought we just need to do more aerobic, and but in what that particular summer, we did not do any aerobic much in the summertime. We just get them strong and focus on underwater, focus on technique more. Um, he went 56 and on a fly long course meter in, in July, it was really slow, but uh, but it turned around the next, in that season, his best time was 48.7 the previous year. And then in November, he went 46.5 in a hundred fly. And then at, at, at ACC, he went 46.0. Uh, so he dropped almost three seconds because it would just be devoted our time to, okay, we, we want to peak in February. So we devoted that together and, uh, and it kudos to him. He, he, he bought into it and he, he split 19 and 50 fly in our relay, uh, that, that particular year, that was really cool just to watch that, you know? So, yeah. um, but yeah, it's, it's uh 52 weeks progression. I guess it's, it's, uh, it's important. Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. When does this uh, relay stop? They just finished heat one. Just I just watched heat one. Reload. reload. Gotta reload. Oh, uh, you got you gotta have to go out and click back in because it's yeah. like two it separate. Like we did it. Oh, I gotcha. I was like, what's yes. going on here? Notre Dame was like six fourteen three, I believe. Faster oh. than my fastest team would have gone. Yeah, that's pretty oh. good. Got a lead off yeah. at one thirty two point oh. That may not make it top eight, right? Uh. Oh, yeah. 200 free is so fast. Yeah. But yeah, Greg, so Dave, um, within the last year, has reinstilled, like, you can't put your feet in the gutter after, like, six years of just not really caring. And he's like, well, okay, no, I got to get back on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think there's – it. it's little things built on top of each other that culturally just gives you that rock-solid foundation. And I think – I'm going to speak for me personally, just through the pandemic – and you guys know because you lived it here in Northern California, like it was brutal, right? And we're just trying to create happy places for these kids, um, you know, but at the end of the day, we've moved beyond that. And now we need to like, uh, there's just going to be a higher level of accountability with some of our detail stuff. Like I let somebody breathe off a turn. I never let them do that before. <laughs> Dude, the pandemic was crazy. I'm calling around, you know, trying to partner with some clubs sometimes. And they're still complaining about how much pool space our programs had to use. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I understand. Yeah. But like, we had to do what we had to do, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not like it was free. <laughs> They're making a profit. Uh, Murph, what do you like? What was something that you maybe didn't intend to, uh, or or didn't realize that you would have learned through the pandemic about yourself, be it swimming or otherwise? Was there anything that just kind of in in retrospects you really kind of took away? Hmm. I mean, I, I think, it, yeah, really just like the, it's the simple things that 
that make me happy. I mean, I think I think I was pretty lucky during the pandemic because I lived with, I mean, I lived in a house with like five other people. Mm. So it, it's not like I was I wasn't like completely isolated the whole time. Like we had, mm. we we I actually saw my friends probably more. So uh, the pandemic was sweet because it was <laughs> it was great because I think that one of the biggest stressors for pro athletes is. I mean, before, if, if you had a PR day, you're flying to New York, where during the pand- pandemic, we figure out you could just uh, patch patch people into Zoom and frankly, get a lot more done. So yeah. there, I think there are a lot of positives that like of lasting positives for, for athletes of like, all right, we, we could stay home and train a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just like, it doesn't take much to it doesn't take much to find happiness, to be honest. It's, it's really just like connections with, with people for, for me. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. You're speaking of, speaking of um, connections and people, you know, the, you know, the part of social media that I love the most, I love this part about social media. I love the block feature. I love fucking blocking people, man. God, I love that. Oh man. Thank you, social media, for allowing me to block people. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. to relate that to the pandemic, I think that's one of the main things that I learned was just like, I'm just going to do my thing. And so many campsites, people canceled all their year-out reservations, and I just got to do a bunch of cool stuff. So. Yeah. That's yeah, I hope it's cool if Mags hangs out. Uh, <laughs> I think mom has some work. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. What's up, little man? Yeah. Oh, champ. Look at that. This is, uh, I think this is actually the one that you gave me after the we took pictures, Ryan. The lay. There we go. Um, yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. What are we, who we got out in front of here? Who's who's in this Alabama. round? Not front. Alabama. Bama. Well, what are you guys at now? I'm at I'm at three thirteen. Mm, yeah. yeah, I'm ten ahead of you. Me too. Yeah. God, screw screw my internet here. This, this place sucks. <laughs> uh, this place. Sucks. That's an easy way to get a sponsorship. Whatever, tell whatever internet provider you got, and then go to the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah all, marketing. I will post every day about how bad you are until you fix exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bama, Bama looks good though. Uh, one thirty-one yeah. eight on the leadoff, pretty good. At, uh, at SEC, they were leading until the last one. I think I think Florida ran them down in the last the last fifty or something. Ah, uh, got, got it. That was my cousin, wasn't it? Charlie Hawk out there in one thirty-one. Charlie Hawk, yeah. Yeah, cuz. Let's go. Is that an Aussie kid? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Aussie kid. Yeah, someone, someone's right. reeling him in here. Who's this yeah. in lane four? Is it? Oh, they're reeling them in. Uh, so it's Auburn in lane four, and then oh. I've got the heat sheet up yeah. here, and then oh. Georgia. Georgia's in lane five. Oh, this is an SEC man. heat right here. Yep. Last leg going in. Mm. I love this relay. I mean, there's just 800 free relays. Fun awesome. to watch. There's so yeah. much to it. So much can happen. From a coaching perspective, too, because you worked on all the. All the legs. It's like, you know, it's a lot of these guys are going to go be salesmen, engineers within the next couple months. 
So it's I I think it's pretty fun, really, more than some of the other ones. That's why I always loved about it. Yeah. It has been Go interesting fun. this year, just the, uh, I think the depth of the NCA, mm -hmm. both on the men's side and the women's side, uh, is just a little bit better because of all the fifth years kind of hanging around. Um, but it's also been interesting to see like the the fifth years actually being impactful at the end versus. Um, you know, maybe it was one year too long. Mm -hmm. um, just looking at some of the results from last week. So it's always, it's interesting, right? I don't know why college was four years, but it just seems to be the the sweet spot of, uh, of a collegiate career for most. And I know I'm not speaking to you two because you guys have had incredible professional careers, but, um, you know, for your average kid that's kind of ready to move on, that the end of that fourth year is a, a celebration and then it's it's time. I will say, I think ISL exposed a lot of 27-year-olds don't want to do an Insta-A schedule. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Ooh, 6'11". Yeah, that's fast. Yeah. Auburn for the win. Dang. Here we go. They had a nice meet last week on the women's side. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I think Ryan's doing a good job. And the, yeah. the orange hair is back. Yeah, it's supposed to be blonde, but they went with the orange. I like that. Okay. <laughs> mm, that's a big call. That's from 97, man. That's a 97 thing. Jeez. Is that when it started? Yeah, yeah, that's when it started. And what, what uh, year were you there? What was your... 97 was my freshman year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll always remember Into Two Ways, 2010. Uh, you guys had like a boom box and you shouldered one of our swimmers down. And I'll oh. always say that's why that guy became a Navy SEAL. <laughs> Greg, you'll know who that is. Robbie Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> really? Somebody, somebody bumped into him? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, classic. Classic. Yeah. Wow. Gotta love a good NCAA pool deck, you know? <laughs> of course. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I was thinking about this, Tom, you remember this, uh, in 2010 uh like you know we're getting ready to start the meet wednesday night so the relay wasn't wednesday night yet we're getting ready to start the meet thursday morning and it's like nope <laughs> we're gonna delay the meet 24 hours i mean they delayed the ncaa championships a full day uh brett you were oh, yeah. you were the head coach at auburn at the time right mm, yeah like, i just remember that sick on the plane such a yeah, yeah. such a Texas. Was that the sickness thing? Yeah, the norovirus, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of our – I mean, that was as good an NCAA as Tom as we had had, I think, uh, at that point. That the actually they arrest. We won, we won four of the relays. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, here it is, the big heat. Oh, I, think, I think the boys are in. Big heat. All right. Lining up here. Lining up. But you know that this uh, this 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 new all finals only for relays also makes the old uh, NCAA relay records look more impressive, right? Because they have to do prelims and finals. Like you know, that's it, that's pretty tough. I, to me, I'm like I, I take a look at the 200 freestyle relay and the 400 freestyle relays. I think that 2018 here in Minnesota, uh, NC State went 244 in the morning at preliminary, and then went 244 again at night. 
and, you know, just that, I was just kind of yeah. like thinking about that. I didn't think back. Like, oh, wait a minute. Like those guys went 244 twice. Like, and, and, and I'm sure, you know, when, when Auburn went 140, I've tried to look for it, but what did they go in the morning, Brad? Did, did, did you guys have different people swim in the morning for two, that two free relay? Listen, man, we were, we were so hot in that relay for so long. I have no idea who swam on that relay. I, I got to tell you, we, we, we had some good guys coming yeah. through around that time, you know? So like when I look at the relay, I'm like, oh, I, that person swam on that and that person swam on that. So we, we had a stable of guys coming through in the, in the 53 for a period of time at Auburn. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, you could just pick and choose whoever you wanted to put on that thing, you know? So, um, yes. yeah, it's hard to remember exactly which order who did what, you know, like, I know that one of the relays had Colton Norris on and I like Colton, Colton Norris couldn't, I couldn't swim at 53 to save his life, but he's on this relay that, you know, it's like, so, you know, we just, we just he swung like a 48 low almost. I would like to say once. Yeah. I will say from a coach's perspective, yeah. the, the stress oh. level reduction by not having prelim yeah. relays yeah. is, is clutch. Yeah. I, as much as I, I, and I do, I loved prelim relays because we were pretty versatile and talented and we could like, yeah swap out four people yeah. but man it was still stressful because you know yeah, just yeah, yeah. Keep getting happen. i also dispute how much that i never got a prelim someone swimming for me in prelims did you ryan or is he muted up yeah yeah i would just have uh uh pebbly did four medley for me uh, yeah you're a little big teammate hey I just mean, quickly quickly who's, who's leading off for texas who's leading off texas yeah the right. Damn. I mean, Texas is going to be – Gabe is looking good, though. I don't know what yeah. – I reloaded mine. I'm at 120 now. Yeah, you about to go 129. Mm -hmm. Finish this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Texas, Texas should win this <laughs> one. I mean, that yeah. kid looks yeah. good. Who, who was that who let off? Uh, I think it was Hobson. Oh, okay. Wow, 129.6. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, used... Gabe had to have been 131 low there, Tom. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, mean, no. Gabe looked good there. I know you were referencing Stanford, but I ASU did not lead off with Leon. So, no. you know, you've yeah, got a, he was 129 last year. So, yeah, you could yeah. expect that ASU is maybe going to have a big back half year. Is that yeah. Destin getting ready on the chair there? Uh, I think the guy in the water for Cower, I think that's, Lu I think that's Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. I think Destin's coming up next. I couldn't tell. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, great guys. I'm sure, the Stanford women is a different scenario. You guys were so good for so long. But I remember the only time we switched was me and Matias switched back and fly. <laughs> but we still did. Yes. Yeah, you still were both on it. You just switched strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, one one year at NC State, we were so, like, I remember like we put all the A guys in the morning for a 400 medley relay mm -hmm. just to get in in the top eight. Exactly. We got into the top eight. We swapped all the A guys to rest them for the next day. We switched. Everybody that went in did make the point. We, we tell them like wait until they touch before you go. <laughs> hey, so you know, running in prelims is your fault. It's exactly prelim was the finals for some for some team. It's like you know. You know, know I mean, look, the the championship scores have trended down for the last ten years, which I think Ooh. is great, right? Yeah. Like it, people are now going to different schools, which is great. It's yeah. a fantastic position for the sport to be in. And they are dropping oh. the hammer on this. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm Looks a little like bit. They were maybe 31 split on that uh, second leg, 31 low maybe. Well, I think they were three double one, so 30.5. 30 30 point, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and Carson hasn't gone. Carson's going last. I mean, yeah, 
I mean, I, Car- Carson's not giving up giving up that lead. I, who's in no. lane two though? Lane two's kind of cranking. Yeah, Sandy State. I and mean, Carson loves this. I mean, he got the short course guys going. He's so into this relay. Well, Carson's just Carson's like Carson's so got good. got it mentally. I mean, he's he wants to be great. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the reason why Texas is they're leading with their four IM five free guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. He, you can see how he can build a culture just by meeting them. Yeah. Indiana is like. Right there too. They're in lane seven. Yeah. Word of yeah. word. Yeah. Coming back. We're looking at Who's a battle four? here for this yeah. uh for this last leg. I mean Five second so looks minutes. wide open. Mm. Well Leon about to jump in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So you better go far as far away from him. He's coming. And watch his watching his underwaters on the it's just even in a two hundred free, it's insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is Leando. Um, no, that's not Leando. Is it not? My bad. Destin's in for Cal. Destin. So hopefully he rides this guy in lane seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who Indiana has. Well, he's going out quick. <laughs> is that Brandon Burns? Who is that? No. All right, this is, this is going to be good. This is going to be Indiana's great. Race doing well. Yeah, exclamation point in lane three, though. What's the record? 6038. 6038. Uh, they... It's going down, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be close. It certainly looks like it. Lane four. I don't know if the draft position there makes a bunch of sense. <laughs> a little bit too far back, but maybe. Marshawn is flying. Yeah, he is. Is. That guy he is. Is. Yeah. Holy hell, he's put some length on these guys. He might. He's oh, not catching Texas, oh. but he's not that far off either. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Destin looks good, though. He is making Sorry, it I'm interesting. All... I'm only now talking you're about Cal. Uh, not quite. Yeah. Uh, damn! Look at this kid. He's a talent, isn't he? Damn. Let's go. Yeah, it looks like Cal's in a good spot for third. There yeah. you go. Yeah, Destin had a good one. Destin's a, Destin's gonna be great this meet. Yeah. He's really. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's taking a lot of steps forward and training together. Insane yeah, new record. Dude, they need to have a meeting, man. Get in the same cap. Oh, they're not in the same cap. Oh, that's that's never good. Texas, yeah. boom. There we go. Yeah, but, but they they went odds odds uh, odds wide evens. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Someone get me a split on Marshawn. I want to know what he just went. Ah. Wow. Dang, it was quick. Whatever it was, he was. It had chopping. to have been twenty nine low. It had to be, didn't it? it? Has to be. Maybe twenty eight high. I mean, he was. Because you know Carson had a good split and he made yeah. up some ground. Yeah. Yeah. 28 4, someone said. Oh. Well, Damn. Jeez. That's crazy. Wow. Not on the results. Here. <laughs> After 22 2 breaststroke, right? That's dirty. Ooh. Oh, God. Hey, hey, Destin was 29 5. Wow. Hey, there you go. Listen to, all right, listen to Destin's splits here 20.832 2826. What the world? That's Destin for you, man. That's Destin. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn. 45-4. Marshawn. Leon flipped at 42-2. He was (laughs) 20.1-22-1-2-6-3-5 for 28-4. That's amazing. So he was at at 104-8 at the 150. (laughs) What oh, the hell? Oh, 
Damn. And that yeah, was Hob Luke Hobson leading off. Ooh, but that I'm hyped for I'm hyped for Destin. Destin's yeah. Destin's gonna be naughty this meet. And I feel like it's maybe a good start for Arizona State. They go in second and second over here. It's pretty big deal. I mean, they they're holding off pretty good. I mean, the other team that's up there, I mean, you know, with Florida has slipped down a little bit on both mm -hmm. relays. You know, so it's it's gonna be a tight. The last time NC2A happened in Minnesota, it was a really tight battle between you I guys. Think well, I think the tough the tough thing for Arizona State looking at the splits is I think Grant was top seed in the two free with mm. thirty point mid. He was thirty one nine leading off, oh, and yeah. and he was next to a kid that went twenty nine six. So that's yeah. that hurts a little bit, but yeah, I mean Leon is Leon. <laughs> Wow. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Well, it's been fun. Hey, listen, while we've got everyone here, I just want to give a couple of updates on who's coming on in the next couple of days and some yep. exciting, exciting stuff. So Florida is expected to break the NCAA record tomorrow night. And as a little surprise, we're actually got the Florida, ex-Florida sprint coach coming on, Steve Youngbluff. Is that how you say his name? Youngbluff? Mm -hmm. Anyone help me with that one? Is that pretty close? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Steve's coming on tomorrow night. He's actually going to be here commentating, watching the race with us and seeing if those Florida boys can break the record. Uh, Friday night, we've actually got a special guest, Anders Holm. He's coming on. Anders is coming on. Uh, movie star. So he's going to he's gonna add some value on Friday night. I'll be a Red Bull from that guy once. <laughs> Come on and tell him. You guys, are, you guys are always welcome back. You know, you guys are my yeah. crew. So always welcome back anytime you want. But um, it'll be fun. Pretty cool. And then, um, also, all of the all of the team here is on any questions. So if you guys got extra questions, hit them up on any question. I appreciate you guys being in there and, and doing that too. But uh, this is fun, man. It'll be a fun meet. Uh, predictions: Is Cal going to win this thing? What? I think so. I think so. I, uh, I think. I mean, the the talent's all there. They just they just got to keep their heads on. So mm. that's. But I think it's. From my point of view, they're walking in in a great spot. I mean, I think it's kind of on them. I don't think if, if they do what they do, I think they, they got it. Yeah, they got the numbers, huh? Yeah. It was definitely interesting to be there as an undergrad when we were just kind of, kind of this scrappy, I guess, startup style environment. And now we're like this old school institution, but we still are that institution. So it's going to be difficult. Um, yeah, I think they got it. Well, you know, you kind of look at the guys. I mean – Gabe going out 31-3. I think he was 32 high yeah. at Pac-12s. And then Destin going 29-5. I mean, Destin, like I, I was thinking going into the meet, Destin's 100 back has improved a ton this year. Mm. And he hasn't really shown anything of, of what he's got. So I think I was thinking his 100 back, he's, he's kind of a, a dark horse to win it. I mean, that one's going to be tight. But then his 200 back should be really yeah. good. His 200 IM is going to be good. Yep. Uh, so I think the the horses that you're that you're counting on to get in three A finals with with Gabe and and Destin there looking looking solid. Absolutely. And I'd love to see the numbers on who recruited the best like semi professionals. I think Cal has done a fantastic job with the fifth year division. Nice. We well, we listen. got one. We got one fifth year, right? Oh no, no, we got we got. I, guess I thought we, we had guys three on. this year. Was I wrong on that? Well, we had a. We had yeah, Lucas, 
Lucas came in in January, and he's a he's a beautiful swimmer. He might have another year of eligibility. Yeah, uh, yeah because yeah, yeah. it it just depends whether golf counts with the COVID or it doesn't. Because he was playing golf COVID during yeah. COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then oh, and I guess I was counting Reese in my head, but he obviously went to Cal. But I just felt like there was some convincing going on in that department, which was just as effective as recruiting another person. <laughs> well, Ro Rodarte too. I mean, he didn't yeah, make NCs, yeah. but he was a downhill skier until 2020. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, they, yeah, they've done well with the fifth years. Yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate it. It's been fun. Good uh, start to the meet. You guys, thanks for taking the time, having a little drink with us, having a little fun with it. So appreciate it. And, thanks. Uh, see you guys. Welcome back anytime. Okay, hit me up if you want to come back any day this week. You're always welcome. Right. Good stuff. Thanks, Brad. See you guys. Bye. Good seeing everyone. I would like to tell a story of how Swim Angel Fish improved my skills and a major aspect of my life. First of all, when, when I was a small child, when I was like four years old, I had a fear of going in the water because I was afraid of getting my going, water going in my eyes and also the fear of drowning. No flippers. Did you see that time, how there was no discussion, and I just grabbed the opportunity in a much better way? Please hold on the whole time. And touch and let go. Smile. Let me show you the smile. And when I got to the age of 11, I wanted to start, I wanted to start developing swimming skills because I noticed that a lot of my friends and peers have, are good at swimming. Well, let's show them how we learn to, I can now let go the whole way. Yeah. So how about you're going to come around and see from the whole way for your first time ever with not me touching you. Can I swim next to you? Yeah, of course. Oh, 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 excuse me. Sit. Oh, oh, oh. Are you okay or do you want me to touch you? Last time, go, I swam a whole lap without anyone touching me. That is in in conclusion, I think I would like to thank Swim Angelfish for doing a great job of helping me develop confidence, bravery, and skill.